Welcome to the Making Laps Podcast. Hello and welcome to this week's edition of the Making Laps Podcast. I am your host, Brent Gleason. Alongside me is my co-host and brother, Jesse Gleason, which, by the way... Good evening, everyone. Jesse's been sick for like a week, and I figured, since we're back on YouTube at youtube.com slash Sid's View, I would give him this. This is the <laughs> dedication to the show trophy. Aww. Here you go. Oh, well, thank you. This is my most, well, my most treasured trophy. Says you're the best my on it. My second most treasured trophy. And uh, we'll you. erase the front of that and make it someone else's trophy Appreciate at the end that. of the year thank for the... Much, for the Making Labs Podcast Awards at the end of the year. I think my kid just came in and stole his phone. This is my weekend. That's all right. Anyway, and with us on the line yet again is our uh, Florida connection, Phil Jakes. I hope we have something good this week, please. Oh, we're off to a... I don't know yet. Oh, boy. Oh, did I have to see his face? Trying to put me to sleep? This is the sensitive program. It's the sensitive version. It's an extra special one. We have guests. We need high class today. (laughs) Okay, that's enough for you. That's enough. Thank you. All right. Yeah, that's enough. All right. We'll fix. Yes, hi. I'm here. We'll bring it back up next week. Uh, And with us also as a guest host this week is Mr. Brian Tagg. Hello, Mr. Brian Hello, Tag. Hello, Mr. Tag. What's happening, guys? Thanks for having me on. Jeez, I remember you used to have one of these things. I don't remember. I don't remember what happened to it, but oh, it's a long <laughs> story. I, uh, I I had a friend named Chuck, and we did it together. And, <laughs> and then I wanted Excuse to do me? like my own intros. <laughs> <laughs> my own intro, my own stuff. I wanted to do my own. Like my own. I wanted to talk to other drivers, and he didn't want to do that. And uh, I don't know. We just he wanted more. I now pronounce you Chuck and yes, Brian. yes, yes. He wanted to interview every sportsman driver at Stafford, and that's it. Well, he's sticking with the people he knows. We don't interview like exactly. anybody anymore because we're just like we don't really care. <laughs> no, I, I hear you exactly. Yeah. But you know, we're busy listening to ourselves. Though. We do, we, we do, we do, we do. We just go for the fellows. No set format, you know. So they're used. Well, I hear you. I, I understand why. I used know? to be really worried about a oh. format, and then it's like, nah. Not anymore. Yeah. We can't shut up now. So yeah, it's too stressful. Yeah, I don't know how we've made it through 110 episodes. That's pretty good. good. God, you don't make it a chore. You make it fun. That's how it should be. Oh yeah, we we make it fun, and then the audience yells at us because we're having adult beverages or something. And oh, children. Oh jeez. Yeah. So whatever. I'm having um, ginger ale. Uh, I'm not feeling well. Yeah, Jesse's not feeling great, so he's like, "I'm drinking ginger ale." Yeah. Damn. No belligerent drunk Jesse tonight. No. No, no. angry. That's why he got the award for dedication. He has to drive over here to do this. So, no, just just being fifteen minutes away from a toilet was hard work. So, just leaving the house and being able to walk away from a toilet. Yes. Yeah, I've been there. Was there a couple weeks ago? Actually, I think I did the show too. But I live here, so it's well. There goes my personal update. I'm good. So, (laughs) all right. Yeah, we usually start the show off with personal updates. Jesse just gave you his. I'm Um, dying. I'll give you mine. Um, I just released a YouTube video over at youtube.com slash Brent Gleason, uh, chronicling my 
absolute horror that I found in my garage. It's pretty bad. I strung my race car and uh, every single measurement came up different. And then I looked at the rear end and apparently I built it wrong. So the wheelbase is screwed. The U-joints got screwed because it wasn't even straight in the chassis. Everything is a complete mess. And I took fire to the car and cut it up. So not good things are happening over here. <laughs> I saw that video. Uh, I didn't realize how long your drive shafts were. That's like twice the size of the late models. So it's like six feet long. It's uh, stock is 52 and a half, I want to say. <sighs> wow. Yeah. I think for Amani, it's 52, 52 and a half, something like that. I have yes. a, I got the Ford nine inch in the car, but apparently the the yoke that I have is the long one, so I had to get one like an inch shorter, but still yeah. within the rules. Yeah, I believe the number oh. one cylinder has to be in line with the upper ball joint, or something, something like that. Yeah. I forget the rule, but has I know to be it has in line to be like with that, the yeah. upper ball joint. Yeah, the furthest back, so can't really push the engine any farther back. So. Yeah, there's no setback yeah. you can really gotcha. put to it. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, you guys can move it back a little bit more. Yeah, that's, that's yeah, a little more cool. compact drivetrain than we do. <laughs> so you yeah, don't have a lot a of rear bit. weight? No, we usually don't have a lot of rear weight. Like, I know guys can really push it uh, towards the 50% mark with, like, late models and such, but we're, like, the way the cars are built, if you have a stock chassis car, you can't put enough weight back there to get to that number, and that's a huge yeah. ask. I mean, I put yeah. I put about 100-plus pounds in the back of Jesse's car, and he's he was, like, 47 when we went to New Hampshire, I'm like, holy crap. So that's, that's more than I ever got. Yeah. Well, we took oh. a, we welded a, I think I said it on the show when we set the garage on fire um, because I accidentally had fuel in Speedy Dry and forgot to clean it out from under the car and a whole bottom side of the car caught fire. Yeah. That was great. Mm. And Jesse was upstairs and he had no idea what was going on and we were putting it out with fire extinguishers. <laughs> oh, <geez. laughs> okay. Yeah, that's not good. I smell something. Yeah. Well, thanks for I'm, almost leaving me homeless. <laughs> I'm kicking Remember the time you burnt the house? Yeah, yeah I'm yeah, kicking yeah. Speedy Dry out from under it. And it's on fire. It's flaming Speedy Dry. I'm like, well, at least it's away from the fuel cell. But now we have an Brent, even bigger fire. I don't care about the house, <laughs> okay? As long as the car is outside and safe. Okay. Yeah, if it got Wait, real is... bad, we were just going to push it out the door. <laughs> what does Speedy Dry smell like when it's on fire? What does uh, it smell like? Describe it. Uh, it smells like racing fuel. And dust, Burning and then chalk. it smells like fire extinguisher smoke. It's really bitter. Doesn't taste good. <laughs> oh. I, oh, I had a fire extinguisher go off in my work uh, my work truck one time, and it went everywhere, and it was terrible. I had to pull over. You can't breathe. No, that's <laughs> the I remember Moose Doughton had uh, had a fire extinguisher go off one night in the street stock while he was racing at uh, the speed bowl. <laughs> Oh he yeah, bail. He was bailing out of the window while the car was still rolling. <laughs> no. Uncontrolled in the infield, he was like, "Fuck this, I'm out of nope, here." No, 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 all kinds of no. Yeah, no. I don't know if anybody who's ever actually used mm. a fire extinguisher from the inside of their race car. Nope. Out. Get no, out. You just—they just get out. They're like, "Hey, the fire guy's here. I'll just have him do it." But yeah, there's. Right. There's my personal update. So my car is currently under the knife, and uh, there's a lot of chunks missing off of it, and I've got parts coming, and uh, et cetera, et cetera. So we'll keep going down the line. I think Phil would probably be next. I don't know if when you're going to race next or whenever that's going to happen. I have no idea after the week I just had with uh, all my health issues and what we found out. So I'm kind of tentative right now on June 26th. 
at Citrus County Speedway, but that's kind of pending approval for my doctor. Okay. I was going to say, did you get the rear end all fixed up and everything? No, nah, he's not old enough for that. I haven't, I haven't oh. been able to. I haven't been able to do anything this week. Oh, because your face got taken out. That's right. All right. So, uh, <laughs> yes, it, it's fun when you lose a pint of blood out of your mouth. Wait. So, to fill us in. What, what's going on? Yeah, he's. I'm trying wow. to prod him, and he's just like not talking. It's he's like, all private like, with his medical information. I don't really like talking about that stuff. <laughs> he's usually. all. He's no, all. I, He's all private with his personal medical information. It's just us four. Come it's, on, it's just us four. I literally <laughs> went into detail about getting a colonoscopy last year. Come I on, did a podcast about getting one. Well, <laughs> so prepping for one. Anybody can see my handsome face is all fucked up, and I can't smile halfway right now. But uh, I had a double tooth extraction on Tuesday of last week, and they could not stop the bleeding. And it bled and like I came home, went back three times and finally went to the ER and I was in the ER till like three thirty or four o'clock in the morning. Lost close to a pint of blood. Uh, it was just damn a son. fucking disaster. But I found out my through all of my weight loss for anybody who hasn't seen me, I've lost like 50 freaking pounds. I look awkward sometimes, but through all of sometimes. that, I thought I was crossing all my T's and dotting my I's and making sure I was doing everything right to do it that way. And my platelets were low, so I wasn't able to clot blood. Yeah. Which is scary. Which is scary if you're... Yeah. Yeah, that was terrifying. uh, But I'm glad I found it out that way rather than getting pierced through the side of the race car or something. You know, cutting yourself on a fender or with a death wheel or surgery. So wait a yeah. Plus the mouth, you can't you can't just put something on the mouth usually to heal it. That's crazy, man. No, I had seven sutures, uh, and it still wouldn't stop bleeding. And I was basically just chewing on gauze for three hours. All some coagulant yeah. oh, crap they kept putting in my mouth. It tasted, yeah, God, it, that taste I'll never forget. It lasted for three damn days. So that's scary. That's the scary thing. Yeah, I don't even have a smart ass reply to that. You know, that's just yeah. not cool. I was just. Phil, I lied to you too. I mean, there's more than four of us listening. I just tried to coach you into it by saying that. So you told us. You told us. So I mean, that's crazy, man. It was an interesting week, but I was gonna. I was gonna say what losing weight makes you unhealthy. (laughs) I don't know. Now I'm not gonna do it. (laughs) Don't do it. I can't do it. Fat coagulate. Good. I'm gonna do that. what they've told me to I'm do is safe. take a men's. They told me to take a men's one a day, and that'll get uh, my okay, all so my it's levels like in check and all that. I'm like vitamins and I, stuff. All right, I already yep. had yep. one. I was just stubbornly not taking it, so huh. I guess I'll take it now. There you go. How old it's are good. we? <laughs> we are old now. I take Fucking a pumpkin seed oil for prostate. Yeah, that too. I've had two colonoscopies. <laughs> I'm old. Oh jeez! I've only had one. <laughs> I've, had, I've had one. They're not fun. And I'm forty. I got to sleep. That was nice. It sucks. Anyway, so we should push. The, oh wait, we should have. Well, Brian's our guest host, and he's technically now part Why of the show. Why don't we talk today, about Brian? So, yeah, he's got to give hey. his personal updates then. Yeah. Uh, I got nothing right now. We've been waiting since the icebreaker. I'm not doing any racing until June 15th at Thompson. So I'm I I'm just working at the house and are just you doing stuff? Are you focusing solely on Thompson Raceway? Or are you going to take the car elsewhere for a show here or there? I'd love to go to an ACT race because I love 
the long distance aspect of it with our cars, with our cars, they're not a 20 lap sprint race. You know, we, you have to take your time and work on a pass and the crate motors are just tough for that. Oh, yeah, so yeah. I love that to be able to go to a, a, <clears throat> an ACT race, but for right now it's just Thompson. It's only five races, but I'd love to do something else. We'll, we'll see. All right. So he's not busy ruining his car like I did. No, I got I got to put a new uh, lettering on the right side. I hit the wall on the last restart. Well, everybody yeah, does in my cars. You must have been watching how I drive and just I, wanting to be like me. I couldn't lift, man. I just couldn't do it. Team lever <laughs> never lift. No, no. That's like a sportsman. They never. Anyway. So it, it was weird. The car just, just, as soon as I hit high gear coming out of turn four on the restart, the team just didn't want to turn. It just, it just, I, it, it just drifted up. I had nothing. Yeah. I, I, I will say I don't know what that's I, like right now. <laughs> yeah, the opposite. Uh, yeah, <laughs> Atkins trying to come if, around. If I even touch the throttle, it spins out. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah. So uh, I think we figured it out. <laughs> I will say so. I have to agree with Brian though with those cars because what I race is kind of similar. It's pretty much crate motor car, late model type deal. Um, long distance races are way more fun in these cars. Yeah. Totally. You, got, you have time to set up the pass and you can work the momentum and it's just so much fun and, and the tires wear out so you got to adjust your driving through the race i love that that's the one thing i've loved about running the longer races so far how about the size of the banking tell us like uh like a, if you ever run out like waterford or anything like that and or uh seaconk or any other kind of different track other than thompson i i and raced about seven new cool. tracks to me in 2014 I did like uh, Devil's Bowl, um, Airborne Speedway, Lee USA, which is by far my favorite track. But Waterford, Waterford and Lee are my two favorite tracks. Those are very cool tracks. They're, Lee and Waterford are so close alike, aren't they? They, they really are because you get the sensation of speed unlike yeah. any other track. Yeah, Lee is like a Waterford but with like a dog leg, you know. It's Super kind of high like, energy, right. right? Yeah, yeah. High energy, Super. tight, you know. Things happen quickly there, not always fast. Oh, they make you such a better driver when you go back to Thompson, too. You know how it is. You get back to Thompson, you're like, oh, okay, oh I have room. God. Yeah, yeah. You, you learn how to race on those small tracks, you know? I always, yeah. Like, yeah, it's like when you race on a smaller track, it's like you learn how to race. You learn how to go through traffic. When you go to a big track, you learn how to drive the car, really send it in there to its limits. But but, uh, but you learn how to really race on a small track. I don't know. That's what I always found. So I'm glad you find it the same way, you know? So, yep. yeah, that's really, really neat. So. I don't know. That, it's uh, just like th- those cup cars. They go to these two mile tracks now. It's got to be such an exaggerated, like, like it's just a bigger track. It's got to be not easy, but there's a lot of give there. It seems a lot more room, there's a lot of space. Yeah, a lot of those yeah. Places, you know? We do it on iRacing. Slow motion. You see how it is. Right. Yeah. yeah, it's nice because I don't have to like worry about getting driven into as much as usual. Yeah. Sorry. So. <laughs> <laughs> I was holding the wheel straight. It's okay. I my, was. my Oculus my, will just crash while I'm mid straight away and just like take out myself. Dude, and... that pissed me off last week. I'm running Cody down with like 20 to oh. go. Freaking Oculus crashed. You're I doing just donuts. spun into the infield. I was like, I have no idea where I am. Just lock it down and turn away so nobody crashes oh. into you. And then it, then we were all on equal tires again, and I was like, screwed. Yep. So if anybody wants eat, to join I was that. eating him by three tenths a lap. <laughs> so that was any, fun. Those cars. Yeah. If anybody wants to join our iRacing I racing league, it's just the Making Labs Podcast League. Just go take a look and see if we'll even let you in. 
Um, our secret so, club. Our, our secret, secret club. Secret club. Super secret club. You got to know the password. Um, so anyway, we should push this. It's the uh, Inside the Vault series from Sid's View, and they're the guys who give us you know YouTube credit. And uh, we've worked with Sid for a long time on this, and uh, this is his deal. Well, on we worked with him on Sid's View and all the other different types of videos and such, but he's doing this stuff right now. Uh, he's putting these series of videos out called Inside the Vault. It's kind of a behind-the-scenes thing where um, it's all different stories that didn't quite make it in the documentaries, right? Something like that. Mm-hmm. Or different side stories. Like, I think he's got one coming out for Whip City. Um, he's yep. got one coming out with, uh, I think they're going to talk about, I wanted to say Freddy DeSaro. Yeah, Fred DeSaro. And yeah. um, they just released one. It's episode one. The title of it is, if you haven't seen it yet, go on over to Sid's View on YouTube at YouTube.com. Why haven't you seen it? We had rainouts in Stafford and Waterford. And Seekonk. And Seekonk, so (laughs) the view counts should be way better. And Riverhead. disappointed in all of you. (laughs) I I mean, I was on flow, like flipping through it like it was cable TV. Like, what else is on? You know, what, hey, what's on <laughs> no, now? This race sucks. <laughs> this race sucks. Oh, five cars and a mini stock feature. Let's go to this race. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this, that flow racing is amazing, huh? There's a lot of cool tracks on that. There's a, a lot, lot of good it's, stuff. It's expanded so much since we mm-hmm. first got on. Like, there was, it was nothing but a couple dirt tracks when we got on. It was Stafford. all USAC stuff, mid yeah. dirt tracks, anything west of Pennsylvania. Yeah, and then Stafford joined it, and then it's like the floodgates opened. People just started getting left and right. And I mean, like I said, they have tracks up in Alaska, all the way here, down south, everywhere. It's crazy. Once Stafford came on, it really took off. Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't say they were completely the catalyst, but I'd say it was a big jumping off point. COVID had a lot to do with it. That too. Yeah. Yeah. I would say that too. But they got a new episode of that uh, new series, Inside the Vault Out, on Sid's View. I gave you all the details. Um, it's about, it's a story of when Steve Barrett at racer at Waterford, he's also done, um, some officiating down there and such. Uh, he got deployed to Afghanistan. He's been in the army or the national guard for oh, well over 20 years, probably. And he went in 2012 or no, 2013. I'm sorry. Uh, his car got wrecked right before he went. And the episode essentially tells the story of how the idea came to build a car for him. And it was spearheaded by a small group of people, and they built him a whole brand new race car and kept it secret until they unveiled the car to him trackside. And I was, uh, I know Jesse and I at least were privileged enough to be part of filming this when we were filming for Sid's View back then. And that was a really incredible story. So, yeah, if you want to see a really neat story, it's about 45 minutes long. It takes a lot because there's a lot of backstory to tell. And it's a definitely a, a great story on its own. So check that out. That is incredible. You can get lost. I get lost down the rabbit hole of Sid's view on on YouTube. The vault, watching all that. It's there's so many good episodes of everything. Yeah, and this is such a good story. I mean, Phil, were you involved in this at all? Yeah, well, a little bit. I did uh, some camera work the day of the uh, unveil, but that was about it. Oh, okay. Because I know they stuck me down on. The front stretch, I'm pretty sure. Or and Jesse, were you up in the grandstands for that? Yeah, something. I was down on the ground. Okay. Yeah. I was I was on the back of the uh, four wheeler with Webby when the car was coming out. Oh, okay. So yeah, we all had a hand in that. So if you're all interested in a great story, I don't want to give too much away. You know what I mean? I don't want to give the whole story away or nothing. You got to watch the video, obviously. <laughs> well, but yeah, he gets a new car. That's that's a spoiler alert. 
Well, yeah, I mean, that's, it says so in right. in the description. I mean, it's, but it's just a cool story how they kept the secret <laughs> and and oh, that good. It's really actually a good human interest story. So check he, that out. By All the right. way, he still does have the car. It's He's, it's not dead. He still it's has good. it. I accidentally did crash it or crash into it once in Thompson, I believe, the same year. There was a giant melee on the front stretch. It was like my first actual race in a sportsman. So you almost killed it. No, he he came down, and I was trying to go by. Oh, like, I missed the story. wreck, and he was trying to avoid the wreck, and he caught me in the right rear, and I went freaking looping out into turn one. And then I get the car straight, and I see you buried in the turn one wall because you went in head on. Oh, that was <laughs> so that one. Yeah. I was like, whoops. Oh. That ain't good. World Series? What, what was that? Yeah, 2013, I think. Yeah, I think I remember that. Oh, that was a different video. Yeah, oh, this okay. is the first time Jesse went in the wall head on. <laughs> no, that was, uh, actually, this no, this hurt. is this was the first Sid's, Sid's view that Jesse went in the wall head on. He's done it plenty other times. That was, that was, that was, that was oh, this is going to hurt. Yeah, yeah, oh, the, yeah, the eyeglasses cam, yeah, or the hi, the head cam with the, the microphone. Jesse had a helmet cam and he was mic'd up. Yeah, so, so that That's was right. I remember watching that one. Yep, that hurt. That hurt just to watch. Yeah. So yeah, go check go check that video out. That was pretty interesting to watch, and it was very. It's all recent new interviews to tell the story better, which is cool. All right, so I'm holding in my hand here an envelope that is kind of haggard, but it has on the back of it what we wrote down as our guesses for the NASCAR Hall of Fame's 2023 class. Now, those were announced. And I have those on here as well, just to see how wrong we were. All right. So, there were two that you could pick out of the modern era. And then they had, I forget what the one was in the middle. And then they had some landmark award or something like that. Someone please help me, because I was trying to write this stuff down, and it went way too fast. Yeah, there was modern era, two from the modern era, one from Pioneer, and then... Oh, Pioneer, that's the name. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. I don't know. That What's the modern era? What's the dates on the modern era? Isn't that post nineteen seventy? Post nineteen seventy two, I think. Because you know, okay. that's when Winston came into the sport. I guess you can call yeah, it the modern era. Yeah, many consider it a modern era. Yeah. Okay, so it's pioneer. That's what I didn't write down. All right. right. This is what happens when I don't take when I take physical notes because then I just lo- uh, lose them. So we, I remember because we'd only picked one out of each, but we were supposed to pick two out of the modern era. So we had to go back and pick one, and we all couldn't agree on it so we picked our own so for our guesses do we go through the list or do we do our guesses first i'll do our guesses first just as a reminder to people our guesses were uh for the modern era we we all unanimously picked harry hyde but then we couldn't pick a second one so jesse picked tim brewer i picked matt kenseth and phil picked uh there what's his name kirk and uh, for the Pioneer, we'd pick Banjo Matthews. And for the Landmark, we'd went with Janet Guthrie. But we were fairly wrong. Because the two modern era picks were Matt Kenseth and Kirk Shelmerdine, which I picked one, Phil picked the other one kind of separately. So we didn't do too bad there. At least we collectively picked them. Then Herschel McGriff won the, or was awarded, not awarded, Picked for what's it? What do they do? Voted for, nominated. I don't know. Yeah, let's say nominated. Uh, he got the uh, Pioneer Award, which is pretty neat. And then they gave Mike Helton the Landmark uh, Award, which 
they don't do the bust thing for. They do it for the other guys, I guess. It's some kind of like the writer's award or something like that, you know. But um, so we came pretty close. But Jess, you got oh, you actually have the list of people and their accomplishments or. Um, yeah, we all know we all know like Matt Kenseth, like somebody like that he came into the Cup Series about the same time ish as like Dale Junior. Uh, yeah, rookie class together. Yeah, essentially the same rookie class, and he was, in my opinion, the last true NASCAR champion or Cup Series champion because he was the last one to win the title before they implemented the playoff type format with the chase in 2004. I think was it four. Because he was 2003 champion, yeah. Okay, so yeah, it was 2004. Yeah, something like that. I don't know. I'm trying to remember yeah, off the top of my head. It's not really one. working yeah, for me. Jimmy Johnson won the first one, won his first championship in 2004. And no, Kurt Busch did. Was it? Kurt Busch did. It was the okay. year he had the tire come off, and it oh, caused yeah, a caution yeah, yeah. in oh, Phoenix. About yeah. That one. yeah, yeah, that saved the, his ass. The luckiest day ever. <laughs> yep, oh. it was the only reason he did. Almost as lucky as Daniel Hamrick. Who was second to, to, to Kurt Busch during that? I forgot. Uh, that's way over my head. Uh, okay, fair <laughs> enough. I have no... Nobody remembers who finishes second. Probably uh, Mark Martin or something like that. Oh, uh, probably. He was always second for some reason. Well, that, yeah, I know. Poor guy. Poor guy. I know. I'm trying to look up the racer reference. Is that what it's called? Driver reference? Racer, racer reference? reference dot, in, racing race, reference? Racing, uh, yeah, yeah, racing reference. But uh, this search engine I have is not great so <laughs> it's like 15 ads and then hey there we are all right so Use the googles <laughs> i did use well whatever anyway um let's see bing i, sh- I was gonna go into way more old school than that but i just can't do it because i don't want to sound that old no that was, <laughs> okay not that old i guess uh <laughs> now i guess matt kenseth raced from again the same era as like Dale Jr. And I think he quit, what, about 2015 he quit? At the end of 2015? Matt Kenseth didn't quit. <laughs> there was no quit in him. Oh, that's he right. Couldn't he get a, lost his he ride won a race that He won old. a race that year and couldn't find a ride because he was old. I guess. They thought he was old. That's right. And yeah, I forgot about and that. And he won a race. It's they like, the what the hell? The how, do you, how does a NASCAR <laughs> champion and a driver that wins a race not get a ride for the next year? I don't get it. I don't care how old he is. Oh, wait, no. I think it was after 2017. Or was it? No, because it's... I'm looking at it, and it's kind of confusing because it's like it shows 2017, he ran all the races, and then 2018, he ran half of them. What? I don't even know. He came back as a fill-in for someone. I forget who he did it for. It says in 2020. Larson? Yeah, Larson. It says he raced in 2020. Did he pick up for oh Kyle yeah. Larson, right? Yeah, he raced uh, yeah. substituted for. I was like, wait a minute, he didn't run. Okay, yeah, he did. Yeah. Uh, no, he had like one good run, and then it went downhill that year. Because he didn't race in 2019, he ran half a schedule in 2018, but I don't even know who for. I'm not even sure. Anyway, not really the point. It didn't surprise me that he couldn't drive the the new generation of car there right before the switch over to this one, because he, I mean, he's a driver. He's a right. short track guy. Yeah, he's, he's one of those Wisconsin late model cars. guys. Yeah, yeah. Correct. I can't. I couldn't stand the end of the, the Gen Six era. That car got so damn boring to me. The racing was still pretty decent, but yeah. the car itself just too easy. Yeah, yeah. It was hammered down. Any, any one of alone. us could have probably gone out there and been, been within a half second. Yeah, absolutely. 
Yeah, they were slot cars. I kind of say that all the time, actually. <laughs> a lot, I find a lot of the guys with the best kind of car control that I can even witness, really, are at your local store track, to be quite <laughs> honest with you. Yeah. Yep. Anybody in this meeting right here could probably do pretty well in a cup car. I'm not even kidding. So anyway, with Matt Kenseth, we should get to the Midas thing. It's uh, He won 39 cup races over essentially a 22-year career. Uh, he was the 2003 champion. Again, I think he was the last real champion. That's what I consider him to be. Uh, he had a long career. I mean, guy's in his 50s now. or he, I think he, he just He's the only 50. one that ever made them change something that significant. <laughs> yeah, because he won he with like two races left or something like that. He killed them that year. Yeah. Absolutely was he rookie of the year, them. too? Oh, crap. Was he? I don't think Dale I, Jr. I was. Thought, I thought he beat Dale Jr. for rookie of the year. He might have. Nine, yeah, and, I believe uh, so. Oh, shoot. Dude, was it 2000? Must have been 2000. Yeah, because it shows he didn't run full seasons in 98 or 99. Yeah, because he won the ooh, the Bush Series championship, too? Uh, not when Dale Jr. was there. I don't think he won an Xfinity okay. Series championship. I'm not even sure. Okay. It says Xfinity Series. Let's see. Let, I'll, I'll find out. Nope, definitely didn't. Came close. Okay. He finished second to Jr. in 98. Looks like oh. it. <laughs> No one was going to beat him that year. No, that AC Delco car. No. So yeah, he won thirty nine races over his Cup career. He does have a championship. I know he's won pretty much all the big races. I know he's won the five hundred. I know he's won a bunch of other ones. So he was a good candidate to go in, just get him in there. You know. Then they picked Kirk uh, Kirk Shelmerdine, and that was a decent pick if you listen to Dale Junior's arguments for him, because he was. It's not a bad pick. It's really not. I mean, he was really instrumental in at least four of Dale Earnhardt Sr.'s championships. And he won a bunch of races as a crew chief. And I think he got out of racing pretty young, too, didn't he? He was 34, I think it was, when he retired from being a crew chief. Yeah, he went to go drive. Yeah, he wanted to go drive. Oh, he ran ARCA stuff for for a while. Yeah, he wanted to run ARCA. Yeah. Yeah, I think that kind of diluted his his namesake a little bit for like... uh, uh, just because he ran his own stuff, people forgot he was like Earnhardt's crew chief because it was well, kind of lackluster. He didn't have a lot of money into it. So. He, well, I mean, he was with Earnhardt for those really formative years, and he was attached to Earnhardt as a crew chief. He's not like a, you know, what what hurts Banjo Matthews is that he bounced from team to team to team to team. He's not really attached to any one driver. Yeah, but Banjo is kind also, of attached to all drivers. Banjo you know? is a car f- manufacturer, basically. Oh, yeah, you know? I know. Well, or I mean, fabricator, he should, he should, I should say. But. He should be in the hall and all that Well, all these guys too, should but, be, yeah. But yeah, Shelmerdine was, it, it's easier for him to get into the Hall of Fame is what I'm saying, because he was attached to a driver. Yeah, and the, at least it gives him a lot more credibility and a lot more recognition for what he did as part of that team. Because, yeah. again, Earnhardt was a murderer coming through the 80s and 90s, and Kirk was a big part of that. So, Well, if not a murderer, yeah. attempted murderer. <laughs> <laughs> I say that in the nicest possible way. I say, you know, because he, you know, won a lot. He tried to kill me. Well, DW probably did at, a lot of people, at DW yeah. at Richmond, 86. That's, yeah. He tried to kill me. <laughs> That was a hit, too. That was a hit. Oh, oh yeah. He, he hit hard. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> he buried that thing. So, Captain yeah, Hook at the end. <laughs> it is nice to see They're Kirk. kamikaze drivers, and Cole here is a kamikaze <laughs> driver. Ah, like ah. my pappy. <laughs> it's like his pappy was, right? <laughs> uh, well, I was just looking at uh, Kenseth's earnings on Racing Reference, and I'm like, holy crap. 
It's like it tops out at $114 million. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, well, he really, shit. really invested that into a good IRA Roth contribution That's just fund. A- <laughs> I'm sure he's fine. The guy just ran the Boston Marathon, for God's sakes. He's doing fine. Well, that's that not, has under- nothing to do with financials. But. I know. <laughs> yeah. I think he's fine. I think he's good on life, man. Until I hear him in he's crime. He's got FU money, Brent. Until I hear him in crime and sports, I'll think he's, he's doing fine. He's so. got FU money. That's All right. right. So, and then Herschel McGriff was given the Pioneer Award. He was voted in based on that. That's a really neat pick for all the short track guys. That's a pretty good pick. He's you know, been that, around. And he's getting quite old. So we yeah, should probably not learn. From, I mean, the Hall, I think they should have learned from Mike Stefanik instead of leaving him on the ballot year after year after year, and then the guy dies. It's like, uh-oh, we better get the guys who are kind of hanging in there in the Hall before yeah, but, you know, <laughs> so that they can enjoy it. Herschel McGriff is pretty much almost dead. You know, Mike Stefanik wasn't anywhere close, you know? No, he wasn't. Let's not go wasn't killing to people be. on the show, though. Yeah. Oh, great. Yeah, we've done that plenty of times before. Anytime yeah. we mention someone old, they end up dead the next week. You know, no, hopefully he stays around <sighs> for a while, a long time. I know we're mentioning a lot but, of uh, names here, so, <laughs> oh, boy. Making laps curse. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, Mike You're running out of laps. <laughs> yeah. Herschel McGriff. All right, Herschel McGriff. Yeah, we should talk about him because... We a lot of stuff. He's done a lot out on the West Coast, so it's tough for us to really know exactly what he's accomplished. Yeah, I mean, you got some. Stats he's there, been right? around since nineteen forty something. Okay, he's been around since pretty much the start of it. Oops. Uh, he's won smell. a ton of races in uh, the NASCAR West. Uh, he's got four wins in uh, Cup Series, all Oops. in nineteen fifty four. <laughs> so <laughs> that's it. Nineteen twenty seven? Yeah. Shit. He's won thirty seven races <laughs> on the on the on the what is the the West Coast uh the old Winston West, the Arc Menards West. Let's see, Kane uh, Pro he's Series few, West. Yeah, he's got uh titles and says thirty four wins and he was in the know. series for forty two years. Holy, Holy shit. Cow. Yeah, so Southwest series. There's there's a lot of gaps there Northwest as far as series. the information goes because he's kind of mm. been everywhere. He did pretty yes. good in <laughs> some Daytona 500 qualifying races and stuff. Hey, he ran the uh, 24 Hours of Le Mans. I forgot. He ran that Dodge Charger there with the Olympia beer car. That thing's amazing. Have you ever seen videos of that thing? Yeah. It sounds like electrified um, earthquakes. It's just amazing. Um uh, let's see what else does he run. He ran the 24 Hours of Le Mans twice. And I know that they're going to... Oh, he ran at Suzuka as well in 96, apparently. A lot of these aren't saying that he finished. That's not good. Uh, <laughs> anyway. Oh, he was on Fastmasters, Jess. Yeah, he was on Fastmasters. No way. Awesome. If you're not watching Sid's View on YouTube, you should you watch that on YouTube, too. <laughs> oh, my God. Fastmasters was so cool. It was a series where guys, the legends of racing, quote-unquote, Jaguar put this on and they put like eight different cars together and they were XJ220s. These things were like quarter million dollars a piece and do you think old short trackers are going to keep And that's 1992 these things? money. Yeah. You think old short trackers are going to keep these things in one piece? Uh-uh. Hilarity ensues. <laughs> Someone almost ended up upside down, I'm pretty sure at one point. That was great. Yeah. Great job you killed the legend. <laughs> <laughs> Well, he's 104. Yeah, he's getting there. Uh, Looks like he was born in 1927. Good grief! But yeah, he ran tons of local stuff. 
Yeah, it's got to be close. Uh, 95? No, it can't be wow. that high, huh? Is Might he be. still alive? Christ. He knows. He probably knows him. Anyway. Uh, so we were pretty far off. And then they gave the landmark award to Mike Helton. Obviously, guy's been in NASCAR forever. So they're going to give their own people that award, pretty sure. So anyway, so those were our picks. I think they, I think they gave it to him for covering up the Earnhardt uh, wreck. Hmm? <laughs> for the oh, seatbelts and all that that whole controversy and whatnot. Mm. Really keeping a, a wrap on that. You know, Ooh. good way to take care of your boys. Get them in the I don't award. know how much of a wrap they kept on it. All the pictures are out on the internet. They yeah, are I've now, but, yeah. but not back in 2000. Mm. No. Yeah. So what do they what do they officially say happened? The seatbelt broke or it didn't break? It was mounted incorrectly. Yeah, it was mounted okay. incorrectly, and the, the force of the impact caused it to shear. Yeah. Okay. But they never... Yeah, uh, the pictures are pretty bad. Yeah, I was always ticked off because he always, they always, they always let that go, and they let kind of Bill Simpson under the bus. And Bill Simpson is a great human being. And he lost his damn company. And he over lost it. his company over it. And it wasn't even his yeah. fault. That's and where Impact Racing came from. Yeah, you know, and uh, yeah, the guy's name was—he set himself on fire. He okay, did, just to sell his to, stuff to prove how good the uniforms and everything were. He was, he was definitely uh, committed to safety, and he kind of let him under the, you know, let him hang out to dry there for whatever. Right. Yeah, that's for convenience that was or whatever. But good for him. They kept their boys. They they, you know, gave their boys, you know, reparation. Whatever whatever it is. They just covered Yeah, he helped them out. Yeah, yeah, he helped them out. Anyway. Good for the mafia. Good for the family. <laughs> good for the family. Oh good. good for the family. Oh boy. All right. So Jesse, I think you should probably pull up the music because this is good. Is it be time? A- it is time oh, because it's our it favorite is favorite time, your favorite time, and oh, ours. Oh boy, it's a good one this All week. Right. I only have your one favorite. because it is time for this week's Darf comment of the week. Oh boy, we got a good one this time. Oh lord, this is the king. <laughs> this is just this is an award nominee. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> it's good. This might be the winner, but it is an award nominee. Last couple weeks, we gave you two to make up for if we missed any. This week, we only need one, because this week, we have a serious doozy. We might, again, we might have a leader for the Darf Comment of the Year (laughs) Award. These were posted on Twitter, these comments, by user named Brian Austin Evans. And if you use three names, you're a serial killer, like I've said before. Uh, Twitter handle was at, I said was, at Austin underscore Evans 19. This was brought to my attention by a myriad of people, at least Adam Gata. I think Short Track Pictures. I believe Phil also filled me in on this one. This one was just coming at me from all angles. It gained a lot of traction. Oh, yeah. Lots of traction in the community. Now, this weekend, they raced at Darlington for the Cup Series, obviously, and Kyle Busch had Trevor Bain slated to be a backup driver in case the surrogate carrier of he and his wife's new baby goes into labor. Here is a here's the series of tweets and oh my it is a wild ride. All right, so Bob Pockers reported that Trevor Bain is on standby for Kyle Busch this week and and for Kansas also in case the surrogate carrying the baby goes into labor. Now this guy quote says 
so we're going to miss out on points and potential wins because some woman is carrying the baby your wife can't have? I don't understand. Just throw the season away, why don't you? If it was actually your kid that your wife was having, I can understand, but this is ridiculous. <laughs> I have four of these, by the way, so just stand by. <laughs> Jesse, where are you going? Jesse's I, I can't take here. I can't take the going? cringe. <laughs> I can't take the cringe. This is so awful. Okay, so <laughs> it disappeared my whole <laughs> Jesse needs more. Jesse I needs can't take it. I can't take the cringe. Usually, Keep going. No, you usually Get it love, over. you usually love the cringe humor. I love the cringe, but this is this is bad for even me. <laughs> <laughs> Jesse needs to get better so he can have his uh, libations back here. So, all right, this got so much traction that Samantha Bush herself got on Twitter. No, oh, this is this is going to end well. She says to educate you, Austin Evans, our baby is one hundred percent biologically our child. I have eggs, but thanks for asking or acting as if you understand anything about infertility. After suffering multiple miscarriages and failed cycles, it was recommended to proceed with a gestational carrier to have our child. So this guy replies, because instead of doubling down, he at least quadruples down on his idiocy. Even so, having the, the, the source. Even having the source tell him he's wrong. <laughs> he's he's wrong. going to go and this it is a snowball rolling downhill. Bear with me. This is great. With a clear path. Oh, clear. Yeah, there's no pine trees in the way here. Um, he now says, as he replies, please explain now at Samantha Bush. You are wrong. Admit it. This is There's no punctuation. Now, he posts this. It's a screen cap from probably, I don't know, some medical website. It says, in gestational surrogacy, the preferred and more common modern surrogacy method, the answer is no. Gestational surrogates are not biologically related to the babies they carry at all. Completely contradicting himself. Yes. The entire time. <laughs> Here's I'm an idiot. Here's why. <laughs> this guy. Oh. No, he he literally says it's not their kid, and then posts that it is, <laughs> and he calls her wrong. <laughs> Sorry, I'm dying. You that can't guy already fixed stupid. <laughs> you can't That's beyond. You can't fake this. You really can't. This, this kid should probably cut his nuts off, <laughs> so so he can't reproduce. So the world doesn't need more of that. If you know Brian Green, Brian whatever Austin his name, Evans, Brian Austin Evans. Well, I, what was I saying? Brian Austin Green. I think that's the guy from nine hundred two one zero or something. Yeah, why would it? I know that? That's kind of yeah, it was a pop show. Culture, great show. Great it was show. a pop culture reference from our time, so we had it's yes, locked in our brain somewhere. Oh God. Anyway, so this yeah. is still going. Okay. By the way, <laughs> this is still going. So he volleyed back. Yep, and volley, he got return volley. She doesn't continue. Okay, which is the right thing to do. What happens is he gets absolutely barbecued by everybody on Twitter, right? But again, he's not backing down because he goes out and he changes his profile picture and his handle to something different. But not his new account. But not his name. No, because all the old tweets are still there. Oh, Jesus Christ. But he also, he takes that same screen cap of him telling himself he's wrong with the gestational thing and, you know, not biologically related and stuff. 
and he says, here's y'all go, y'all fucktards, what's a bunch of idiots, how can you not understand this? <laughs> that was not English. Oh, it makes a good point. Makes that was a good point. Not English, right? I don't know anything. Like I said, he changed well, his he changed his yeah. profile picture and his name. So, um, and then he goes again. Here's the fourth one. He says, "Still waiting on Samantha Bush." That's what I thought. <laughs> Brent, you realize this bootlicker is from freaking Alabama, right? Oh well, then we don't need to have this award because is he really from, from Alabama? Yes. Please yes, tell me races. that is the truth. That oh, was absolutely. In- he races. He races in my type of car. Down here in the southeast. Awesome. And, and I promise you, somebody, he's not going to be popular at the racetrack around here. Oh, we need to look this guy up now. Okay, so. Alabama. No, I looked. It actually did say Alabama. I forgot what town, though. It said A. Really? And like, he's got a oh horrendous boy. mullet. Like It looks like someone glued carpet to the top of his head. How do we even unpack this? Because there's so much stupid that it's almost dizzying. Well, we, it, it's really not a lot to unpack. I think we kind of did as we went along. Yeah. Quite honest with you. We don't need this to be the Darth comment of the year. This, need, this needs to be the window-licking fucktard of the year. I mean, that falls into the same category, I think. We're not yeah. making that many awards for the same Maybe thing. he should ask his sister where his babies come from. <laughs> his sister wife. Oh. His brother uncle. Yeah. Oh, dear God. Yeah. All right. So my first reaction was that the guy had to be a troll. And then I kind of wondered about it. And I'm like, what kind of troll makes himself look like an idiot? That's not the whole point. Uh-huh. Right? I was pretending to be dummy all the time. Oh, I was just kidding. I was just kidding to be stupid. Uh, do we really have the dumbest fans in sports? <laughs> it's close, dude. I do don't we, know. Do, do we? <laughs> we can't. I mean, there's got to be way I don't know. worse. Uh, well, it, uh, here's the fans, man. Well, I'll tell you what. There was there was a a, a hockey uh, one where recently where Carolina uh, a bunch of Carolina fans changed uh, uh, Boston Bruins forward David Pasternak's Wikipedia page because of his his stillborn child. Yeah, yeah. They a, changed the cause of death of it birth, yeah. to having David Pasternak shooting his kid with a gun. Yeah. So a bunch of fans changed the Wikipedia page on that from Carolina. So that's pretty bad. That's pretty bad. I don't that's, think that's uh, awful, uh, but not uh, stupid. Yeah, like, that's downright just awful. Ignorant and stupid. That's just awful, awful. You'd expect Philadelphia fans to do that sort of thing. Yeah, not Carolina. Yeah, not Carolina fans. Yeah, but anyway, yeah, yeah, we might have the dumbest fans in sports. I don't know. I don't know. I don't really follow posts from other sports because we do this show, so that's all I pay attention to. But I, football fans are a bunch of flaming idiots. Football fans, yeah, much. you're probably right. I, those, I haven't those, watched football. Those in 10 diehards years, but yeah. that walk around talking like it's my team, like they have something actually invested. Oh, they're in. the guys who wear the face paint and the jersey to the game, aren't they? Yeah, those guys. Holy shit! <laughs> you know they're corporate people too, like suit and tie people, and then they just let loose on Sundays. Probably <laughs> they're like the they're like. Uh, <laughs> The CEO or something of some bank down in Philadelphia is <laughs> throwing, when, throwing they're throwing batteries, batteries at the, at the and, and <laughs> puking on children. Yeah. That's at, great. at least when racing fans get painted up and like I don't know, trim a number eight in their chest hair or something, they're having Ooh. fun. At least that's clever. The football types are just they're serious all the time. And they just don't <laughs> fucking talk to me. I, I don't know. I don't do sports and it's, it's Sports ball, like sports ball, go sports. <laughs> I watch it when it's on, but otherwise, a race car. 
I watch hockey. That's about it. But all right, so uh, so we figured out that this guy is from Alabama, and they don't teach anatomy in Alabama. So do we this, blame? This is why I don't have a Twitter account because I this I knew something like this would happen. I didn't think that this would happen, but something stupid like this. Stuff it's okay. Would, would you get happen. the best from us for the Darf comment yes. of the week. I can't. I can't so. do it. I can't, Congrat- I can't so, congratulations to the special kind of stupid that is, what's his name? Brian Austin Evans and his new Twitter handle. I hope he enjoys it. At buddy underscore shiznit23. Wow. He technically has a serial killer name, too. It, three names is a serial killer. The shiznit killer. <laughs> oh my god that finally made it down to alabama huh? if you know this guy please kick him in the balls repeatedly so really really hard <laughs> kick him hard somebody really call hard. daniel hard. die yeah call somebody. yeah call daniel die he'll come down and dick punch him that'll be great <laughs> <laughs> wow something all right, we got to get off of that because we have way more to discuss other than this. Because Do Phil, we? this is going to be okay. the fire up Phil segment. All right, we don't have right. any we don't have any sort of music for that, but whatever. Speed Bowl street stock racers were told three days before their scheduled start of the season that their shock rule had now changed, and it had affected a lot of cars. Now. To dive a little bit deeper into it, the rule stating that there was a specific dollar amount for shocks and that they couldn't be adjustable while on the car was changed so that they had to be non-adjustable in any way, essentially what the Thompson rule is now. So guys went out and bought shocks that were adjustable because you can't adjust them on the car. But now they changed the rule three days beforehand to say, no, 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 you can't run those. I have to kind of almost even give them the benefit of the doubt here where they're going to give guys a grace period. That's not written into the rules. I'm okay. sure there's got to be something. Like, you they, can't they expect it. Tech bulletin. Do we have the tech bulletin somewhere? I did not look at I. I just knew what the tech was changing to, but I didn't read anything in the tech. You know what? We really should pull up that tech bulletin. What is the Speed Bulls website anyway? Somebody dive on that one. They might have it Hold up on. already in the rules Mitch book. Mitch sent it to me. So. Oh, yeah. Mitch would have. Yeah. Shit. I forgot to check with Mitch. Might be on that Facebook, too. It is, but I don't want to go dig through that right now. But I know that that's basically what the shock rule was. I just sent it, it was, to you. It was not adjustable on the car, but like you can take them off your car <laughs> and make them adjustable. And then they're like, no, 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 we didn't mean that. That's not what we meant. And it's like, well, that's kind of what's written. You said not on the car. That means we can have yeah, adjustable they, ones, just not on it. There, there was a lot of guys... Uh, running the conies from the late models. Yeah, because they meet the dollar requirement and you can't adjust them yep. while they're on the car. That's literally the, fantastic yeah. shock. All right, so if this would load, that would be fantastic. Uh, but they use some kind of program, and I don't know what it is, but my phone does not like it. All right, there we go. Yeah, it's got to be matching part numbers, and they just they basically just crossed off while installed on the car. And they crossed off. Yeah, the dollar amount's the same as Thompson. They crossed off the while installed on the car, and they made some other change to carburetor and other stuff. But it's basically the Thompson rules. But why? Why do they do it? 
Uh, Why did they do it three days before the? That's the, the yeah. That's the question. That's Why the problem it, I have. Why do it three days before the opener when you can't buy shocks locally? After they had an open practice, and after they already bought Ew. the stuff, I got. I gotta think that they they gotta be giving them some guys. Well, I would hope like give it some kind of a grace period. Like okay. You got a month to fix this or something does, like that. Does it say effective immediately in there? You know? It doesn't say anything. It just says date 5-2-22, updated shock rule. Or maybe it depends on who you are. I don't know. Here's the shock rule. They crossed that's, all the stock stuff more off like and it, said knowing that tech staff. Any any sealed steel body shock, number value, yeah. Doesn't give a grace period, doesn't give a date. Um these changes go into effect beginning with the event held on 5721. There it is in bold writing right at the bottom of the tech memo. So, yep, first race effective. That is the most ignorant fucking thing I've ever heard. Jody, you're a fucking idiot. His words. I still race under him. <laughs> you know it came right from him. Well, I mean, it's signed with his name and Mike Marfio. Yeah, I mean, that's, this is the tech memo. Not, We're not making this up. This is just that's the not tech fair memo. to the racers. You cannot do that. I mean, to have the a little self awareness. Come on, guys. Name a parts supplier right now that has those shocks on the shelf. None. Does uh, what's his name? Do boys have them? He probably doesn't have yeah, anywhere he, near that many though. Yeah, probably not. Know. He he usually carries pro shocks and afcos, and that's it. I don't think he would have that many. I don't think he could supply whole that division. for everyone. Not for whole division. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't seen another no. memorandum come out, but that's just. Yeah, uh, unless you, you get them next day aired from, you know, Advanced Auto, you get some stupid sensor tracks. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> for a truck. Yeah. I no. don't I don't get it, though. I maybe Maybe they're thinking, oh, maybe everybody can just put their stock shocks back in, but it's like. No, because maybe, maybe they think that we just got a whole bunch of extra inventory laying around like people don't a lot buy of these guys. Stuff. A lot of these guys probably went to front jacking bolts and can't do that. You know what I mean? They can't just change their shit right away. Yeah. Bring guys shocks you, for sale. When stuff? you go to a jacking bolt rule, then you open up a whole type. new can of worms. Yeah. So, yeah, that's uh, that's just that's bad. <laughs> that's really bad. I mean, again, three days, three days, not three months, not three weeks. Three days. So I'm going to be very interested to see what they tech the first race of the year and see how many cars show up because I saw people actually putting their cars up for sale because of the shock rule change. And they're like, we're not racing under this type of shit. No, no, I wouldn't either. I told, I reached out to a few of the guys that I know when I, I told them what I would do for shocks. Yeah. But I, the shocks that I run on, they're non-adjustable, steel. Not, you can't rebuild them in the car. And they're they're Nobody within the, the, the price rule. Yeah. They're like one hundred and thirty dollars. So, yeah. Again, that's just something that we really felt like we should bring up because that's just not at all what you do with rules. If you if you find that you wrote something in the rule book that you don't like or you you know you can't you don't want to run or something, you maybe misworded something. If you're the person writing the rules, you can't just change it right away. You you're stuck. I mean, this is this. We're at race time. You got to let that thing go until next year, and then you say, "Look, after this year, we're not doing that because I didn't want that in the first place, or whatever right. the case may be." You don't give three days grace. You give 
three weeks, three months, three more, any more than that. You got to give way more than that. Yeah, yeah. say like by race five in the season. Yeah. yeah, Brian, how often does the shock rule change up with uh, with the act cars? They haven't changed. The only thing they changed in the past few years was uh, the QA one shocks we can run. Yeah, that was a they few years ago. In. Yeah, that was a few years ago. Before before that, it was when I first got into the division in 2014. They uh, Coney came out with a new hold down shock and that was that's it really you see yeah they they basically just added part numbers they just said we're not this is we had standard divisions you know act act has been doing the act late model for for years and years and years they have a standard late model that's gone from trace track to race to race we almost had standard street stocks for a while if all we had to do was just lock it down and let it take care of itself it was but, almost uh, there. We can't do that now. It was know? so close. We could have had something like we could have had something like an act late model. You know? There was at least two years when yeah. Stafford, Waterford, Thompson were essentially the same street stock, yeah. and now it's yeah. completely gone. Yeah, yeah. Now it's completely gone again. It's all there, different. There's no reason for that either. They yeah. they ruined the street stock divisions, in my opinion, at Thompson and Waterford. Yeah, I don't like where it's come from. I mean, Stafford's kind of held strong, but we all know Stafford. Stafford's bullheaded. They'll just stick with what they got, and it usually works out. It seems to be working out just fine for everything else they've got. So, I think right around 2018, 2019 was a decent balance for the street stocks. Yeah, we were all really close. But, again, we really just got to bring that up because, again, anybody listening who is involved in this, you, you're just shaking your head with us like, yep, that's just BS. Can't take that. So anyway, we can beat that horse to death or we can move on. I propose move on. Moving on to, well, we might as, we didn't have anything local happen because every single track around us rained out. Pretty sure Riverhead, pretty sure uh, Stafford, Waterford, Seekonk, everybody down in the southern New England area and a little bit of New York because they're not New England jerks. Anyway, uh <laughs> Uh, so yeah, well, anyway, moving on because yeah, we'll go to some national stuff. That's all that happened, but they raced at Darlington. So it was really fun to watch. I love Darlington. Oh, that's th- a great track. We're going to race at Darlington on the league this week, right? On iRacing? Yes. Yeah. We're going to, everybody voted for the Miatas there. So pretty sure I voted for that it, too. It's so. wide open and you're <laughs> on the ragged edge every lap. So it's going to be different. Oh, it's free, 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 yep. free. I like that. There's not going to be any AI this time, is there? Because those guys oh. piss me off. <laughs> <laughs> those guys are not, tough. Not at Darlington. They're freaking hammers, man. They are ruthless. They don't give you any room. I do drive into them every every chance oh, I get, so they definitely to. pay it's me so back. <laughs> you also one, hit the blue cone every lap. Yeah, I try to thing, every lap. One other thing I think we're going to try with, with uh, weird combos, too, is the Pro 4 Jumpy Trucks at uh, New Hampshire. What on the, uh, on the on the big oval? Oh, jeez, oh, Christ! You you can haul off into the corner and just door slam someone, and there's no no consequence. You just oh like bouncing off each other. Yeah. Can you wall ride? That's gonna be crazy. <laughs> no, you, no, you can't wall ride. Damn. Well, you could probably get up on the fence and carry the momentum. I meant like a circus trick where death. you get yeah the ball of death yeah. and you just ride around on the wall. Yeah, I've tried that yeah. before. Anyway. Truck race was pretty fun to watch. Uh, Ross Chastain led a lot. Uh, he broke on like the final restart, though. Carson Hosevar has been really good this year. He came up short yet again. Another pretty uh, decent race to watch. Again, Darlington just it affords decent racing. It's fun. 
Yeah, that's the driver's a, track. It's a unique track. It's Every corner track. is different. There's always different aspects. It's got low grip. It eats up tires. And that was, it's just fun to watch any racing there. It's also fun to drive on iRacing. But anyway, yes. John John Hunter Nemechek got his way back to victory lane for that. Uh, I think that's his first win of the year. Not too sure. Yeah, I think, I think this year, yeah. Yeah, because I know he's been having a rough go of it for the first part of the season, but it was only a matter of time until he turned it around anyway. And let's see, because I, for, I forget a lot of that race, but I think it was largely kind of... I don't know, not a lot going on. A couple spins here and there. It was probably the cleanest race of the weekend because it kind of escalated throughout the weekend with the amount of cautions and the amount of cars involved in wrecks because then the Xfinity Series came, and uh, there was a pretty decent race as well. Um, Tyler Reddick was an absolute animal in that big machine 48 car. That was a lot of fun to watch because I think that's uh, Jade Buford's ride normally. And I know that kid put in a bunch of good runs this year, but they have terrible luck. He like would get turned around by some idiot or wrecked or caught up in yeah. something someone else's problem. We all know how that's like. Yeah, I think that kid's from like Langley or something. And yeah, I mean he seems to be pretty decent. He puts the thing around the top fifteen all the time. Him and, him and that that Nathan, Nathaniel whatever is Ratescuff or I don't know what his name. Those two kids came out of nowhere the past couple of years they're actually pretty good yeah it's been fun to watch all the smaller teams in xfinity actually doing a little bit better this year oh, and yeah. uh tyler reddick gave that car a killer ride and then i think he lost a right front while battling for the win late and just and uh i believe john hunter nemechek was in the 26 car again for sam hunt and i think they finished second it's like the team's best finish and that team has some really great uh equipment behind them for some reason i guess they invested in new cars and yeah, I was going to say, I, I, think, say. I think a lot of this you, that you're seeing with these Xfinity teams, the lower teams running better, is because the Gen 6 Cup car chassis is the same as the Xfinity chassis for the most part, and they can be used in the Xfinity series. So when, like, Hendrick, how many goddamn cars did they have? Probably they hundreds. probably had 200 cars. Yeah. You know? These and, are all going to find their way back into rotation in, like, Arca yeah, and Hendrick, Xfinity. Yeah, gives all these top-tier teams, now there's an influx of top-tier chassis coming in, and, and it leveled off the, the series a little bit, and the competition's been great in the Xfinity series this year. I was just watching, I was just reading this tweet, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's from Dave Moody, so you know it's bad. Oh, God. <laughs> I, I love him as an announcer, but God damn, I can't stand him on Twitter. That's why I don't follow him. But anyway, Justin Allgaier broke his winless streak at Darlington. I think the last time he won was at Darlington the year before. Yep. Um, and JRM also put in another great showing. I think they still had like four of the top five again or something. It was close to that. They were yeah, up front. Were. I don't know what happened to Junior Motorsports, but they got their shit together fast. So well, they're they're Hendrick affiliate, you know. Well, so that's Hendrick is always up front in the cup. So you know they're they're what. Well, well, and I think a lot good. of that too might be this the new car and some of the stuff they're learning with the new car might be translating over to the Xfinity car as far as running a, a kind of a high horsepower, low grip yeah. as the main focus for the ind- the organization and then feeding those notes back down to the Xfinity series. Should I go into that tweet? Because I'm kind of reading it. I think you should because you mentioned it, so I don't yeah, think I you should leave the audience hanging. Now, Dave Moody said something about we will have important news on William Byron and his use of the F bomb in the opening 15 minutes of today's SM uh, Air Sirius XM NASCAR Speedway at 3 p.m. today. And I guess they had to put the fire out because I guess it wasn't exactly true or something like that. 
or maybe it was caught off context or something like that because Sirius XM comes back on and says, hey, uh, here's the deal. He was caught on camera that wasn't TV post-race at Darlington using a word that some felt was out of character for him. Dave Moody jokingly pointed out that even the deeply religious sometimes use that word. Nobody was penalized. It was a joke and face palm emoji. And I'm like, God damn it, this guy sucks. <laughs> Dave Moody, oh. shut the hell up. There are numerous different types of F-bombs. Okay, I get it. I'm pretty sure you didn't use that F-bomb. <laughs> yeah, It's three letters, people. No, we're not talking about that. So, all right, we'll move on to, if I can open my notes. If, if no one saw it, then does it exist? It's why just, why it's add just, gas to it? It's this idiot you know? freaking just doing dumb shit to get ratings again. Just... Typical typical Moody sucks. Anyway. <laughs> so before the cup race, William Byron won a super late model race at the Nashville Fairgrounds. And he's won like... With his bumper? Kind of? No. I, he kind of did. Fender. Fender, yes. Bumper, no. I would say more Fender than bumper, because he definitely put the right fair. front Fender to Steve Nassie. And let's be fair, it's a little tighter quarters than at Darlington. I thought Nassie came down, too. He might have. Yeah. Oh, Nassie's down for that, though. You know? So when, it was, when you have somebody like Steven Nassie who runs hard and will defend his spot like that, you're going to have touch Fender. So. He, he doesn't have the nickname Nasty Nassie for no reason. Yeah. I mean, I He's watched so it. nasty. I watched it. <laughs> I watched it and... Uh, it looked like nice. racing contact. It looked like super late model, aggressive super late model racing, but it was the, still... The fact that Steven didn't ship it off into the next turn and dump him told me that Steven knew what he did. Yeah, because you know he would have. Oh, absolutely. So, leading into the cup race, uh, let's see. I should go through the race itself because there was a ton of wrecks. I think it was... The least amount of cars finishing at the end for any race outside of a super speedway race, like a plate track. I think 23 or 24 cars finished. It was crazy. (laughs) It was pretty bad. And the list of cars that were out at the end of the race was like an A-list Cup Series get-together. Yeah. Well, I mean, did you see guys going off the turn two? It was some of those some of those times like uh like Joey Logano got really sideways. I well, there was a huge bump there. There was a huge bump there. I thought and uh Ross Chastain did the same thing. There was. And yep. it, it, that yep. bump coming out of turn two. I don't know if that's a tunnel turn or not. Where it's like old school Thompson. But yeah, I mean I thought they ran over something because the rear end of the car would actually look like a jump up oh, yeah. in the air. It, it was it was a violent bounce it, it looked like. violent and i'm just and it, like, it only looks they... like it's in the lower half of the bottom groove i think what it was was they actually repaved a section of the corner and they just didn't do a great job on the transition so they left a big ridge there kind of and you know oh i the, guarantee they must have hired mass dot <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah the second you Brian, drive into Brian, massachusetts you know, especially oh, yeah. oxford <laughs> Oh, yeah. They're always working on the pike, too. It's a mess. What the oh, hell is God. that bridge through... Um, I forget what the hell town it is now. It's a longer bridge. Instead of fixing all the dips and potholes in it, they just put a sign up to say slow down or something like that. I forget what the <laughs> hell town... Oh, I... your, your tax dollars at work. Yeah, I forgot what the hell the name of the town was, but you could take the name and think of something else. Is, is it the one on 395 as you're going 
No, it's Norway. down on it's it's headed more towards like um like New Hampshire border on the Pike or on ninety five or four ninety five. I can't remember what the hell it is now. Oh yeah, probably where two ninety is where you're uh, <clears throat> when you're on two ninety from oh, three ninety five. Yep. That's uh that that bridge, that whole downward spiral there, it's not fun. I don't remember yeah, no, where that, it is, that's but a the, terrible area. They just yes. put they put signs up that says slow down bumpy bridge or something like that instead of fixing the bumps i'm like well i guess that was cheaper i'm like yeah, yeah. frick man oh, i'm towing like a, a- <laughs> i'm towing a freaking trailer over it and i look like i'm ace ventura pet detective tell me in you're the run second by movie. democrats without telling me you're run by democrats <laughs> Ooh, tax me baby tax me <laughs> uh, hey at least in connecticut we have decent roads i guess Decent highways, except I guess. for I ninety five. It's all right, I guess. It, it could be worse. Drive through New York, then tell me something. No, fuck New York. <laughs> Go to Virginia. Uh, Virginia oh, roads you, are you, awful. You got plenty of them, Sid. Yeah, there's a lot of them, by the way. Uh, anyway, um, some real doozies. How, how many times the, is the forty five and the twenty three going to wreck together this year? That's uh, just expensive. Oh my god, it, <laughs> that's a great question. Was at the race. <laughs> what are they up to? A great race to be there. It's got to be three or four at least at this point. I think it is. Yeah, it has to be. I was waiting for them to stop like nose to nose on the track yep. and yeah, give them give each other this hands like just put your hands up like. <laughs> I don't know, dude. <laughs> I, mean, I don't know what God, happened. Kurt, Kurt Bush is hit, though. Holy uh, he hit a ton. Crap. He did. He hit a ton. He said his you feet went numb. You see him close his eyes and just put his arms up? Well, actually, no, he didn't put his arms up. He left his hands on the wheel when he hit. Yeah, and I think it torqued his hands a little bit. Oh, no. It's the hardest thing to do. When I hit the wall hard like that, if you know you're going in, I grab the belts. Yeah. You do? Yeah. Oh, I've, I've never. I, 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 I plowed the wall at Thunder Road, and I didn't have time to. I just t- t- kept my hands on the steering wheel. I bent it. But. Oh yeah. God, <laughs> when I got turned by God, Fanning going hurt into your turn wrist. one oh. and overcorrected in eighteen yep. at the the icebreaker, Swan I had flies, time. Yeah. I, I never hit the brake, and I grabbed the belts, and I just closed my eyes. I was like, "This is gonna suck." The forty three car is that what it was? Yep. And oh, you planted that thing. Yeah. I got the double team oh. by the Waterman brothers on the right side too. Troy oh. and. Uh, <laughs> Troy and Randy Jr. who just had nowhere to go. That one must right. have hurt. Yeah, that was not fun. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, yeah, this this Cup Series race was kind of like that. It was really messy. Again, I think like 23 cars finished. It was bad. But there was like a nine-car pileup at one point. And uh, I noticed that on the higher tire wear tracks that there's a problem developing with a lot of rubber buildup around the wheel wells. And it's like around the exhaust and it's causing fires because BJ McLeod and Alex Bowman had the same exact thing happen to them. Mm. They both caught fire in the exact same spot. And like, <laughs> like right, right side, right above the, the muffler or the exhaust. And the thing just poof catches fire. Is, is this year just a write off year? Just saying, Hey, the new car, like it's just going to suck. There's just going to be, they're going to find out all this new stuff about well, There's it. only one way to figure it out. That's it. Exactly. So this year is like just going to be one of those years we're going to look back on like, oh, oh yeah, the first year of the new car. That was fun. Yeah, yeah. There was, it was, it's, it's essentially literally trial by fire. 
Yeah, like yep. remember like the car of tomorrow. Remember first year oh. of that? That was a dumpster fire. Yeah, they had, <laughs> it was. They literally <laughs> yeah. replaced that rear wing because guys were taken off, and they put a spoiler yep. on it instead. Yeah. <laughs> After Carl hooked uh, Keselowski, he's like, "Oh no, that's not." No, we're not doing that anymore. <laughs> nope, nope, nope. Cars are that taking, was bad. That was. It's like we can't have cars taking off at regular tracks. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> no, <laughs> right, exactly. Atlanta. Oh my god. Oh, even though Atlanta, you're like 200 at the end of the straightaway, but they weren't there yet. So. Uh, so Joey Logano won that cup race after running over William Byron. <laughs> he, he said Byron put him in the wall earlier. I tend to disagree. I saw uh, it, he kind of did. Uh, I he shouldn't saw, even said that. I saw the incident, but I'm well, like, it's whatever it takes to make him go to sleep at night. You know? Yeah, Byron kind of right. squeezed him, but it didn't really hurt Logano in any way. I mean, you saw Byron actually pull left when he noticed. Oh shit, I'm tight here. You know what I mean? It's like you could tell that's intentional, you know. So <laughs> that was awful. Yeah, that was it's, awful. Um, uh, just ridiculous. I mean, it was actually kind of ugly, in a way. It was, it was ugly. Just, it was. It, it was. It was ugly. Like I said, there was no attempt to pass. He. he I think you know, Williams saw knew it was coming. I think the spotter told him that he's going to dump, bump, and run you. So he kind of backed off a little early to try to brace himself. But nah, that just made Joey go in full send harder, and then send them way into the wall. Uh, Nobody would have done that to anyone. It just was ugly, ugly, ugly. Yeah, I mean... It it takes no skill to do that. There's no skill involved. None at all. You know? I I mean, I said it on Twitter. I I understand why Joey was upset. And in the moment, he obviously, he can't sit and watch a replay, so he doesn't know intent. He just knows that he felt like he was wrong. But... The crime or the punishment didn't fit the crime to me. He would have done it without him putting it in the wall anyway. So yeah, he, he needed. He needed. He, he really needed the excuse this time. Yeah, but like um, when he when he gets into him again, there's a difference between like punting someone and wrecking someone. When you punt someone, you just move them off that line, which you know? is still stupid anyway. It is still stupid. It's still talentless. But he just wrecked him. Like, he punted him to the point where there was no control over the 24 car until he hit the wall, which is wrecking someone. And then he didn't even finish in the top 10 because he lost both right side tires. So not only did he move him, but he destroyed his race as well. How different is it from Chastain, though, at the road course? Well, Ross got hit by A.J. Allmendinger and knocked off his line. So Ross went and knocked him off his line, except he spun out. Ross was oh. also he drove in way too hot in that. Car. Oh, yeah, it, it was a little too hot. He he was wheel hopping and, and stuff. He he wasn't in full control of that hit either. I mean, Joey but, got Joey got a little squeezed and took some of the wrap off the right side of his car and punted somebody and wrecked them for that. Ross got hit, genuinely hit, and knocked sideways yeah. and got the lead taken from him. So he did right. it back. Twice as hard, AJ, which is what I've AJ talked about. AJ definitely went in there with uh, the intent of moving him out of the way. Yeah, AJ moved him. That's just fact. Yeah, yeah. Joey just didn't want. Uh, Joey was in the AJ Almendinger spot and just made sure that uh, the twenty four wasn't ever going to come back and get him. <laughs> do, yeah, you, it's, do you think it's so cutthroat now in the in the Cup Series that you there's none of, you're, we're going to see this all all season now? Do you think it's it's that dire to win that you just literally do anything now? Yeah, that's been that's that what way they, for years. Yeah, that's what they wanted with this point format. I think it's so. that way for years. But uh, when do you guys think that uh, uh, sponsors are going to be upset 
about uh, somebody taking their TV time away from them and start telling their drivers to do it, telling the drivers or complaining to officials or something like that. When does that when does that come in? Like if like when M and M's is gonna tell Kyle Bush to get back in his car instead of leaving it on pit road or no? I mean like you know like (laughs) if 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 uh, if I was the chairperson of Exalta, I would I would be I would be pretty ticked off i'd want to go you know hire some goons and break the legs of the penzoil director of marketing you know <laughs> start mafia with i see what you're saying <laughs> see you know you went dark you went dark with that you know Just something like that you know or, or corporate at least wars you know maybe a mean thing. tweet or something or you blow your brains all over your nice <laughs> suit yeah but a bing yeah it's a mean tweet pop it a booby yeah so <laughs> Yeah, when does that start coming in? Because guy, you know, companies aren't going to like to see their cars getting taken out oh. by other. I don't know. Companies. They're investing so know. much There's money so into so this much money too. Into so much money. Oh, if that is was... that a number nine? Is that a number nine glass? No, that's a. Uh, it is a number nine glass. Oh, it is a. It's a Casey Kane yeah. glass. Look at that. Casey that's Kane. from the old Connecticut Defenders. It's a Brian Tag glass. That's I was going to say. That's nice. Yeah. Nice number. Look at that. that Look at that, bud. Which I always thought that was a jagged. That's like an E, right? That's supposed to be an E for Evernham. That's what yeah, his brand was. I guarantee you. I, yeah. <clears throat> I always yeah. thought it was like a jagged thing until I got older. Yeah. Eddie, stop. <laughs> stop. Uh, so, um, stupid dog. He's fresh. <laughs> He's a, yeah, <laughs> also, I need to address all the people who said, oh, well, you all cheered when Earnhardt and TC did it. It's like, no, we didn't. Oh, what he loves to say. Oh my no, gosh. we did. We well, did not tell you say what. that. Here's a here's a good idea. Every single modified and late model driver, Brian Tag, when Woody's in the league, your challenge is to move Woody out of the way. Why are you singling him out? I saw because this from Brian people. Brian Pat, I know, but I mean, <laughs> I want because Brian's in the room and he races against Woody. Yes, yeah. Brian, we need you to do that. We now. need you. I All want right. to perform an experiment. <laughs> I can if, guarantee you I will do that if I'm behind him. If you're behind Woody and he's in the lead, or even – it doesn't matter. It could be for crap sixth Six. or something. It doesn't matter <laughs> what breaker, it is. Yeah. Punt if you eighth, punt him out of the way and then he gets upset, it'd be like, what? What do you mean? You thought this was cool. You think this is okay. If that's okay for – if you think that that's okay to do, then why is it okay unless it's against you? It's people who I don't know. I can't believe another race car driver would actually like have that kind of op- opinion because you know it's going to come back to you. Because at some point. It, 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 it's like it's like it, you ever hear of you ever hear of like people not having an inner monologue? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Where people just live in the moment and they don't even think. It's like me on the show. Through. Yeah. So they don't think <laughs> they can't think five minutes in front of their face or something. You know that's 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 what that is. Because they can't per- perceive that that ever happening to them, you know. So if he ever gets it done to him, I want to see if he's gonna cry or if he's just gonna go. Oh, oh well, that's racing. I got mine this week. Oh well, I'll go back to my shed. <laughs> he's catching all sorts of shrapnel this week, but we all know the real reason. It's because he roots for Carolina, and we're all Bruins fans. No? <laughs> that's exactly it. Yeah. Go back Dad's, to my cuck shed. Dad's not coming Zero home. Players. Dad's not coming yes. home. He went out for cigarettes twenty something years ago. He's not coming home. Yeah. Okay, the whalers are gone. They're not coming home. Rooting for that kind of thing and rooting for the and rooting for the Carolina Hurricanes as a Whalers fan. I have a new analogy on this. It's like it's like being an American Another patriot one? during the the Revolutionary War, but actually sympathizing with uh the British. 
you know, they were they were called the British loyalists. They were Americans who were loyal to the British crown. Ah. Uh, they also had uh-huh. rudimentary sheds in the backyard <laughs> where they would go sit and have shame while somebody else would breed their wife. Oh, okay. Oh, jeez. <laughs> they didn't teach me that in high school. Or in elementary school, for that matter. Yeah. Oh, I learned that in there. Uh, that, was, that was UConn. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Dark stuff. So Dark, darkness. Needless to say. Spreading. Needless to say, Joey Logano won that race. Um, you know what was quote, funny? Won. You know what was funny is the bad look that uh, Jeff Gordon. You, you guys <laughs> realize the irony? Oh, yeah. He punted Rusty Wallace out of the way at Bristol. Jeff Gordon used to do that like, all oh, the time. God, and yeah, he used all, to and punt guys, he too. He had a, a little boo-boo face there going yeah. <laughs> on. Like, that was great. Like a little boo-boo face? <laughs> what, was, what was that all about, like William? Like candy bar fell on the floor? Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, mm. wait a minute. You taught Joey how to do that. You did that. <laughs> Yeah. Take he was ownership of you. Yes, <laughs> parents who use drugs have children that use drugs. Not this again. No. I'm not doing the not doing the computer <laughs> duster this week. Oh, <laughs> that doesn't work that How way. How do you like this thing? That doesn't work that way. <laughs> so I think we can. I think we can sum it up. It's also it empty. Fire. By the way, it's empty. Oh, there's That's gotta great. be some resin in there somewhere. Scrape the bowl. Open the it up and lick it. It'll be great. Um. I think we can sum up we can sum up the end of that race with a quote from Scott Tapley actually from our race director. He said William Byron has been raced better than that in every late model race he's been in this year and those are supposed to be the amateurs. Which is what I agreed with. Correct. Yeah. I agreed with that sentiment. And that kind of actually goes along with what I said earlier where it was like the guys that the most car control and the and probably the most talented guys are the ones that you the real talented drivers are the ones that you see at short track every week. There, there's a ton of drivers that could race at that level or better. Oh yeah, because <clears throat> they just do it every week and they're always in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they get up on the wheel. They know how to do it, and it's close quarters all the time. Short track racers are probably better than the cup drivers. I swear to God. Yeah, it's always been that. We have with a you. crop of cup oh. drivers. I'm not kidding you. Yeah, well, because money money started taking over the sport more, more, more. And- yeah. Now it's people who can pay to play, much like yep. Formula One. And I have an interesting time comparison because they ran an F1 race in Miami, which Jesse's not interested in. I didn't really watch the race. <laughs> I just wanted to see the pomp and circumstance. Uh, but the cup race versus the F1 race, I don't have any of the ratings, so I can't go into that. But they they're started not out yet anyway. So. They're not out anyway, yeah. So the F1 race and the cup race started at about the same time. It was about 3.30. The Formula One race finished with about 150 laps left in the cup race. Well, Form- Formula wow. One's not exactly, uh, uh, always never been uh, extra uh, endurance race. No, it never really was. It was Cup races have cup. always been. Yeah, yeah, cup races were mini endurance races because back when NASCAR was founded, it was meant to test man and machine. Well, we- a year's worth of, of, of wear and tear in one race. Right. F one is what fifty six laps usually depending on the track. It was I think it was fifty seven this week at Miami. Okay, one hundred fifty yeah. miles yeah. or something. Can we talk about the ticket okay. prices for Miami? Let's talk oh. about different stuff, <laughs> not the race because that was a snoozer. Um, I imagine the ticket prices, Phil. What was the biggest ticket prices you were going for? I know that uh, it was one of the most sought after tickets in all of sports in this country this year. I, I, I saw some as high as twenty five thousand dollars. <laughs> 
I was thinking three grand. <laughs> that was for the standing room only. Oh, that was standing ones. room only. That's right. Yeah, I forgot about that. Not like I don't understand. Like the, I don't understand why people would pay that kind of money. I mean, I guess if you have it, spend it. But and that's here's the that's thing. a lot of cocaine. Why money. would you spend okay. that much money? <laughs> we got some cocaine cowboys in the front row, bro. Why would you spend <laughs> that much money when the FIA signed a ten year agreement to run this race? Because the first one, everyone's got to be the first shit. one there. <laughs> It's a lot Jeez. of F one knows how to hype it up. Hey, how about the uh-huh. fake the fake marina they put in? That was freaking ridiculous. <laughs> oh, it's in the God. parking lot of the freaking stadium. I know, right? <laughs> oh my God, I didn't see that. I gotta check. They that put out. the yeah, they put a fake marina in. They put boats in around a corner, and then they put like a wood platform, and then they put like this turquoise water looking color vinyl down to make it look like water. And it stops. Why? Like it stops. You can see it end. It, there's just parking lot past it. I'm like why bother? <laughs> what is this? Where's the Where's the Coast Guard and the and the little rubber boats and the Cuban refugees fleeing communism on wooden doors? <laughs> They're running through the parking us. lot. <laughs> <laughs> Where are those? <laughs> they not. They're not a part of the. They were landscape. dressed. It looked they were dressed as uh, marshals because those guys were terrible. <laughs> so. So, what, well, they signed a five-year deal, you said? So Ten. Ten years. Ten. Yeah. Oh, I'll be able to go to one of those races at some point then. Yeah, yeah once the um, prices come down in a few years. Yeah. The organizers, five more years. The organizers said they did not make money on the first one, which I can fully agree with. I don't think they even, I don't think they even really penciled that in because of all the costs to make this track. But I think that they're going to turn profits easily with from here on out, basically. That's probably why they put a longer contract into make up for it essentially but that's not really the big deal uh i think max verstappen won because he didn't break yep. down good uh, for max he didn't get beaten by his dad Tra- yeah he Charles, does his dad doesn't have Charles to club Leclerc him. gave him a good run at the end <laughs> max doesn't get left at a gas station by his dad now so <laughs> yeah that's brutal <laughs> that actually happened <laughs> yeah. come on uh I think the best run was George Russell. I think he came from like 14th or 15th to finish like 6th in the Mercedes. He had a killer run. Other than that, it was like it was a Formula 1 race. That's all. <laughs> it was fun to see him though in in uh taking a bigger vested interest in America though. Uh they were also on network television. They were on ABC and the cup race was on FS1. So I'll be very interested to see the difference. Isn't in, that isn't that a real t- Guess who has more money? Let's be fair. You know, Formula One's got tons. Of I money. mean, Formula One is a shadow of, of of a market of what NASCAR is, and not for they long. They can't put, <laughs> as far as America is concerned, not for long. Again. The center of the universe. That's true. And meanwhile, NASCAR can't get their races on network TV, which is still really the place where you're going to have all the highest sports ratings. It really as far is. As that's just bottom you know, line. You can get those channels for free if you are poor enough, I guess. It's not good. I would, I don't know. I would try to do better. <laughs> <laughs> Cable ain't working, but hey, NASCAR makes Cable big money on freaking TV contracts, so whatever. All right, any final thoughts? Because I am out yes, of Yes, I do. Because Jesse, you go right ahead. The race of the weekend, Kentucky Derby. Oh, I forgot oh, yeah. about that. Every like other Dale race Earnhardt sucked compared to that. Two thousand one, by the way, two thousand. He well, was dead by then. Two thousand, yes. Okay, present wow. day. I'm tired. Present this day. Is the second Dale Earnhardt joke we've made. Yeah, this was present day though. We're gonna get best banned. race of the weekend. 
was Kentucky Derby. I was flipping through the TV in the garage, and I was like, Xfinity Race is 80 coming to up. 80-to-1 underdog. Uh, uh, the Kentucky Derby, yeah, there's four hours of pomp and first circumstance alternate. for a two-hour race. 80-to-1 underdog, I mean. first alternate Cinderella story. Big history. Big history. Big history. It's, yeah. it's in the hole. I really, really wish I'd opened up. <laughs> you just use a golf reference? Uh, Caddyshack reference, yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah. I, love I, it. I really, <laughs> I, I'm sitting here now kicking myself for not opening up my DraftKings freaking sports book app and just putting five bucks on that horse. <laughs> <laughs> I could have made some tire hey, money, everybody man. Everybody is. Okay. <laughs> yeah, but I should yeah. do that every time. You know what I mean? <laughs> No, because you'll never see 80 to 1 underdog ever win, and I'm not even a degenerate gambler. We saw it this time. Doesn't mean it can't happen. Okay, it's only happened right. twice in history. No, the, everyone else is going to get back on doping their horses so that they'll they'll win again because of the money involved. <laughs> yeah, I bet on four horses. I, I did my, the sports book thing, and none of them hit, obviously. Yeah. I can't even tell you the names that I bet on. Just bet on the funny ones and then just hope they I win. I did. That Bo, yeah. Bo Donegal, Mo Donegal, I bet 25 on him. Yeah. How about Naughty Hobby? Naughty Hobby. No, no. Want, no. Isn't that the other one? Tawny Port. Tawny Port we bet 25 bucks on, too. Yeah. What's the, we got to go with the MXC references, yeah. though. We got to go with that, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Who names? We got to get people to name horses after that show. Yeah. Here comes Glue Sniffer. <laughs> Already dog food is rounding the bend. <laughs> yeah, I didn't My, my favorite uh, one ever, if it. you go on YouTube, there's a, there was a horse named Hoof. Hearted, hoof hearted, <laughs> yes, and it won the race. Yes, hoof hearted, great, great YouTube that's, video. That's just brilliant writing, you know. That's great. If you're gonna the, name the, your the horse that, you better goes, be good at it. Farted in the winner circle. <laughs> He's just gonna name it right off. He's like, they named it. I'll just play the game. You do it. I will bet on a horse named Hoofart. <laughs> He's got my vote. <laughs> He's a spirited one. Yeah, I'm That's down. Me. All right. Anybody That's else? He, he broke like the wind. He did. <laughs> the front's like. <laughs> We're getting punchy here. All right. So, That's anybody great. else got any I'm last over, minute stuff? I'm over medicated. I gotta go get some sleep. I'm surprised. This is, little, <laughs> this is the longest you've been off the toilet. So I congratulate you. Thank you. You've earned, you've earned that trophy that you paid for. All right. I earned something. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, anyway, so anybody like else it. have any last-minute stuff? Because I'm done here. So. No, I don't got nothing. I'm good. Thank you guys for having me. Yeah. Well, thanks for coming on. Anytime. Good luck to you all your, your your upcoming race up in Thompson. Thank you. Thank you. I'll be, be sure great. to stop by and see you guys. We, gotta have, we should probably have Brian come oh. on more often. We need to make. Some I would stuff. love to. Oh, absolutely! That's right. Yeah. Don't forget, hit Woody. Yes, we got to no, hit him. I, absolutely, punt I him. Owe him. Punt him good. <laughs> if I do it for sixth place, I'm going to get fired, though. So I got to do it for like first or second. Oh, that's right. <laughs> so anyway, you can find this podcast on every major podcast platform. Again, last week we had a little bit of an issue with our RSS feed, and Anchor, my platform for distribution, was kind of fighting that and. We got the show out eventually, but it did get delayed. So sorry about that. wasn't our fault. It was out of our control. Hopefully that's fixed this week. I'm pretty sure it will be. Uh, you can find us on Instagram at Making Laps Podcast, Facebook.com slash Making Laps Podcast, YouTube.com slash Sid's View. You can find me 
on. Actually, you know what? I don't give these out enough, but you can send feedback to makinglapspodcast at gmail.com. Or if you want to hear yourself heard on the show, go to anchor.fm slash makinglaps. Click the voicemail icon and leave us a voicemail. I think we've ever gotten two of them and one was Jesse. So, no, three and two were Jesse. Sorry. Yes. Uh, you can find me on Instagram at Oh, and Twitter at BrentGleason01. Again, if you find me on Facebook and I don't friend you, please don't take it personally. You can find me on uh, YouTube as well, youtube.com slash BrentGleason. I just put up kind of a filler video today. Uh, you can find Phil at? Uh, at PJX Racing on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and uh, YouTube. Jesse's got to go get Producer Junior or else he'll be mad at us. Because Jesse's not on any social media that he wants people to find him on anyway. So we should ask Brian, while we got some fill time here, to give his... <laughs> social out if he wants oh yeah tiggity tag nine on instagram i got rid of twitter i don't know i miss, i don't know if i miss twitter or not you know you shouldn't ah it was it was very comp it was the weirdest kind of concept like i didn't understand the platform i guess as much as instagram or tiktok oh my god now i'm hooked on tiktok yeah i do that way too much i don't create on that but i do lurk oh, no. and it is just way too much fun to lurk and watch dumb shit it is. It's oh way too much. Way too much fun. It oh, is. that's right. Producer Junior's in here, so I can't swear. Okay, boy. <laughs> How do we end the show? Keep the doors and don't stay open. Thank you for listening. He still hasn't grown his front teeth in for some reason. I don't get why. <laughs> it's swear to God, it's been eight months. I well, on the top right here, there's. there's Are they starting to come through finally? Jeez, the kids. Not, the kids. The reverse. <laughs> we got a poker. Yeah, the, man, just cannot grow. Anyway, thanks you all for listening. I appreciate it. I still know I have cheeses in my mouth. <laughs>